In order to love who you are, you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you. Quote from Andrea Dijkstra. It's a Word podcast starts now. What's going on? Welcome to It's a Word Podcast. Your host, Golden, is on the air. I am so grateful that you are here. Happy New Week. Um, Today, Tuesday, it is February 11th, 2020, and I'm hoping that your week is coming along or starting off well. I am uh, doing well by the grace of the Almighty, and I am happy that to know, and I'm hoping to know that you are doing well as, as you're doing well on your end. So I'm grateful that I'm doing this podcast this week. I was going to try to do it yesterday and it didn't quite turn out that way. I had a couple of appointments, but I said today is the day and here I am. How you doing, sis? How's everything going? And let's get right into it. I am. Um, I have a few things that I do want to discuss today and I am going to pace myself because I'm trying to structure this podcast to make it more appealing to you and more attractive to your ears <laughs> and I don't want to just be all over the place even though my podcast is um the you know the topics are not um they are audience somewhat specific while all is welcome to listen but I talk about pretty much whatever I want whatever whatever I deem you know um inspiring enough to talk about so, um, at the beginning, in the introduction of the show, you heard the quote that we're going to discuss later on in the show and try to see if we can extract some wisdom from that. That's what I'm going to do from now. I'm going to try to start off with a quote and then we can ex- expound on this together and try to get the inspiration from that and see how it applies to us um, and how it can help us. And um, But to start off the show, I wanted to talk about a few things that um stand out in cultural events and by cultural events i mean what's going on in the in the news i guess on social media what are the topics that are on fire right now um whether a little bit prior to the airing of this podcast or during i'm going to try to take what is being discussed the most and my goal is to try to talk about it where we can get some value from it i don't consider myself to be much of a you know, a celebrity gossip type per person or whatever, but I do like to, you know, have a takeaway from a situation, if you if you will. All right, let's dive into it. Enough with the little chit chat. Okay, first things first. I want to say congratulations to Matthew A. Sherry, Matthew A. Sherry, who is the writer, the um, the producer of this wonderful seven minute animated cartoon called hair love i mean brother man won an oscars it was the oscars um over the weekend this past weekend um before i get into that i don't particularly care for the oscars or any awarded show um not because i'm boycotting per se i'm just not really um, interested back in back in my days okay i just want to okay i see i'm already all over the place hold on a second like last podcast i said that i was old right <laughs> and i was like i gotta amend that because i'm not an old woman which is nothing wrong with being seasoned but it's all a mind thing you know what i mean it's all in the mind it's just that 
I was I guess my point was to make to I was making a point about how the older you get in age you know whether it's 20 to 30 to 40 you come to have certain realization about your body and you know you don't want to let age be a limitation all right that's all I meant uh now back to the Oscars and the awards and the Grammys and MTV awards and all that stuff I mean I used to like watch that stuff when I you know you know back in the days you know um but I stopped a couple of years ago I just lost interest you know it's just I'm glad that the industry has a way of celebrating its own but for me where I'm at in life right now to sit down and watch three hours of people parading in their clothes and then you know thanking for the like I it's it's not for me anymore I just don't mind I don't mind catching the highlights you know afterwards the the give me a summary of what happened but I'm not gonna sit for three hours just to you know like my, my mind can't can't deal with that kind of like it's just a waste of time to me to tell you the truth no offense to anybody who's watching that who watches it so Matthew Cherry Sherry I keep saying Cherry but it's Sherry one for his beautiful little cartoon hair love if you have not seen it I will leave the link to the uh, video um, in the show notes so that you can go watch it it's the most beautiful story about loving our beautiful African hair our beautiful crown starting from a young age it is a story really of a father that is trying to do his daughter's hair um and it's just oh it's just oh my heart <laughs> oh my heart and the beauty of this is that this came at a time where there was in the news this young adolescent that was denied um his graduation because of his hair being braided and he took that young brother and I cannot believe I don't have the name of this brother on you know in my notes I didn't even think I was gonna bring it up to tell you the truth I just wanted to like um kind of brush over the topic and make mention of it give it an honorary mention and he brought it with him Matthew brought him with him to the Oscars and oh it's just such a beautiful thing let me tell you something I will um put a show it uh, put a note also about what is called the crown act the producer said that the reason he he's he's trying to use this piece or bring awareness to the fact that um young children children and 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 not just children but any uh African American or anyone of African descent that wear their hair natural are sus- susceptible to being fired, expelled from school um put in detention there's a lot of penalties still in the 47 states of this country where you cannot wear your hair natural you cannot have dreads you cannot wear braids you cannot do afros you cannot do um hairstyles that we you know have culturally you cannot display culture so there is a bill in uh, not a bill some an, an, an act that wants to be passed as a bill called the crown act i will leave a link if you want to get some more information on that show your support and keep an eye on that because i think it's very important for our our culture to not be vilified and penalized you know especially at a young age it's traumatizing to a young child to feel penalized because of their hairstyle <laughs> there's so many things that children are susceptible to they're vulnerable to and it makes no sense hairstyle it shouldn't be one of them so congratulations to matthew sherry and his co-producer to beautiful hair love peace cartoon i think that it's uh, it's it's truly monumental that he he deserves um the the accolade and hopefully there will be more to come for that 
So that's that on that. Now moving on. Um, oh, this one is testy. Ooh. <laughs> it's really not, but it's just that I'm going to have to like tone my how do I say my sentiments because I really just want to focus on the lesson but I gotta say man it's in in this day and time some things you just can't do there's I don't believe personally that discernment empathy and tactfulness should be oblivious to people. I don't care what race you are. And I believe personally, if you choose to be any of these things, you are either ignorant or you are malicious. I'm pretty sure you heard about, and it's still going on as we speak, the debacle of Gail King's interview with... um. Oh, the basketball lady, her name fails me, Leslie, Leslie, I gotta find, I gotta find it, I don't wanna, I wanna try to be more accurate with my data, because I don't wanna just come here and say, you know what, I don't know the mother, what you might call it, and who, whatever it is, like, I don't wanna talk like that, <laughs> but it is, um, it was Gail King, and the WNBA um, basketball player Lisa Leslie there you go Lisa Leslie was interviewed by Gail King and the topic of Kobe Bryant and God rest his soul came up bringing up the charges the 2003-2004 charges brought against him in a rape case oh, I encourage you to go see that segment of the video and you can form your own opinion on it Right now, Gail is getting a whole lot of backlash on it. Oprah came out in tears talking about my friend is not doing good. And to me, and everybody's got a commentary on it. I mean, and Snoop Dogg came out and, you know, one amongst the first to come out and post a video about how he felt about the matter, which I'm sorry, but was very justified. Snoop was all of us, <laughs> all of us that had any kind of like human decency. But, you know, the focus, of course, was on the words that he chose and calling a Gail a bitch. And that created an uproar. The attention was towards Snoop Dogg's word towards Gail when the problematic issue was when Gail asked the questions. And not just asked the question. It would have been one thing if she asked the question, but she actually tried to egg on to try to, like, pin Lisa Leslie into a corner to paint Kobe as a rapist God rest his soul I feel awkward just saying that right now and it just became a huge a huge mess now my point here is not to discuss whether Gail you know the whole thing because like I said you can go there's a slew of YouTube videos on it every celebrity had a comment on it everything and everybody had and their mamas chimed in now it's like there's a huge Red Sea parted ways about you know which sites should be on there's an actual hashtag on Twitter called I stand with Gail and it's like okay 
But here's my position, okay? Of course, as a black woman, of course I do not want a black woman to be put in a position where she is um, denigrated, put down, or embarrassed. But I'm sorry to say, but shots were fired by Gail first, okay? I want to look at this and I want to ask you, my dear listener, and you can form your own opinion on this. If somebody just passed away in the most tragic way, do you think it is wise during the grieving of family and friends and children to bring up one of the most a situation that completely taints tainted his character at the time that it did but it's not really relevant today that's not even my position i don't care about that what i wanted to mention really is the fact that on a basic level of human decency we have to do a little bit better at having self being self-aware being not self-aware being aware and read your audience be a little bit more wise read your audience do you think as fragile people literally i'm talking about people would literally i mean people still right now cry real tears heartfelt the other day i saw a picture of him and his daughter again and i was i was heartbroken inside my soul i was like my god i can't believe this happened and the seven people that were with him of course but but not to discount these people it's just that kobe being a public figure he he was held in such high esteem to his colleagues to people around the world for not only what he did as you know in terms of the sports industry but his um you know he had like uh he was um being trying to be a motivational like you know he was trying to dibble dabble in things to help bring positivity to the community and to you know irrespective of that i believe that there is like i said in the beginning there is such a loss in basic human decency there is such a loss in tactfulness there is such a loss in discernment and i'm sorry to say that gail missed the boat and dropped the ball if not she threw the ball way outside of the court no pun intended and actually had a big misstep what i want to highlight the most and what i want to take what i want us to take away from this situation is this was another display of how (laughs) we as black women are portrayed as saboteurs especially saboteurs of each other my in a along with saying something completely horrendous at the worst possible time, bringing up a subject at the worst possible time while the man's wife and that girl's mother are grief, I mean, the worst type of grief. But not only that, you try to bring the other sister with you down under the bus, man. You seriously ambushed Lisa Leslie into trying. You were like, I mean, she was really like, well, when she asked her and i'm paraphrasing hey well what do you what do you think she's and in a nutshell the girl said i don't think he's that kind of guy she's like well you wouldn't have known now you wouldn't have known and she was like well you know how can you really tell and she was you could tell she was trying to pull lisa into her come on now you know let's you know i mean come on now i mean you could just just you could just you could tell me 
And I was like, wow, we're still doing this today where we can really try the, for the worst, <laughs> this, and you can tell that I'm getting a little upset. It was just uncalled for. So that was the biggest thing. That was one of the things that were going on today. But with the value, what I want to get out of that is, is that I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think you're doing. I don't care what level of life you are. You have to show some kind of, and as somebody said it so well that I heard over YouTube, they said that you have to have a certain of certain level of journalistic restraint. Restraint. I believe altogether you should have some kind of moral restraint. Yes, you're entitled to your opinion. I don't care who thinks who did what, but at this particular time, you should have a little bit of compassion, man. I think that nowadays everybody's doing something, everything to go, like there's this whole need for viral, virality, virality, going viral on social media and being the first to get the story and be the Because, you know, remember Gail was, um, she was hailed, you know, like because of, um, in, 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 in like high regards because of her interview with R. Kelly. And she was able to ask him the tough questions and she was able to tell him, hey, you know, Robert, you know, that there's that meme going on with her saying Robert to tell him to calm down because he was tripping up in there. And I think maybe she was writing off of that. Like she thought, hey, you know what? This is what I do and this is what I be. But you know what? Karma is hard. Karma is. Let me tell you something. Some things you just don't do. And you cannot tell people how to react to things that hurt them. And you have to be mindful of people, man. You know, so, you know, I'm getting off my soapbox on this one. But that that one really, really hurt me because I was really I was like, no, she didn't. Like, are you serious? I don't care how professional I don't care how, you know, wow, that was something to that was a sight to be seen. That was something to hear. And you could tell, like when she was, while she was doing it, I was cringing. My spirit was cringing. I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, let it go. When she asked the first question, she should have just let it go. But you could tell she was starting to squirm in her seat. You could tell she was starting to feel a little like, okay, now that's not the answer that I want you to give me. You know, you know, you want to you know, come, come, come on the side of controversy with me. And I'm like, come on, man. It's like, it's totally uncalled for. Don't set your sister up. Don't. Be, if you want to be, this is what I say. If you want to be malicious, be malicious over there. Be, do this on your own term. If you want to die, die by yourself. Don't bring me into it. But at the end of the day, Lisa Leslie handled it like a champ. And she was like, if y'all didn't ask the man this 15 years ago when that took place, don't come and ask me this right now. You know what I mean? She did it. No, not like that. That was kind of ghetto. How? <laughs> don't be coming up in here talking to me. No, she didn't do it like that. But that's the spirit. She's like, yo, if you didn't ask her him this while he was alive, what makes you think that I, as the person, what can I tell you about it? You know, now while the man is not here to defend himself. Oh, the lack of, I mean, that was uncalled for. But, you know, it is what it is. Let us, what, what have we learned in the what have we learned segment, have some empathy. Have some empathy. Sometimes you have to put your opinions and you have to put your own judgment on, on the ice block. You have to put it in the back burner and be like, you know what, this is not the time. You have to think before you speak. You can revise. It's okay to go back and say, you know what, I'm going to ask this another time. I'm going to bring it up at another time. You don't have to be everything and say everything right now. 
And I know, and I know this even from personal experience. Sometimes I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Oh, I actually, you know what? It's, I had a perfect story for that, but I'm gonna talk about that another time. I go through that all the time with, like, especially with like doctors and stuff like that. When I take my daughters to go see doctors and they want to say something slick, and I'm like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm like, you know, for the sake of my daughters. I can't really pick a fight with you right now. <laughs> I can't really say this. I'm just going to like reply as diplomatically as I can. But let me tell you something. Sometimes you just got to choose. It's okay to choose. You don't have to do everything right now. You don't have to be everything at this particular moment. And that's what we've learned from Gail's super duper mistake that she's paying for right now. And that's that on that. Okay, that was a word. Yes, it's a word because it's a word podcast. That's what I should have said. Um, okay, moving on to the next thing. On a upbeat note, self-empowerment note, I am going to link an article from Exo Nicole about actress Nisi, Na- Nisi Nash, beautiful Nisi Nash, where she takes on this she discuss and she reveals how she understood her need to break generational curses and learning to choose herself. Boy, this article was very enlightening. I'm not going to go over it too much into too much depth. What I'm going to start doing is refer to you to an article that I read during the week or the week before or whenever that if I find resonates with me Hopefully you can read and resonate with you. I'm going to give you a little bit of my input, but I always like to encourage for you to go read or listen to whatever I want to suggest to you because we all take in things different for what they mean to us at the particular time of our lives. And you know, what I say hopefully brings a value and I believe it will, but you might read it. You might be like, Oh, you know what? I got, I got that out of it too. And you certainly, you can email me about it. I would love, by the way, I have an email. It's a word podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can email me. I would love to hear from you. So, and you can always say, you know what? I'm golden. I was listening to, I was reading to such and such and such, or I was listening to such and such, like you said, and this is what I got out of it too. Or this is what I also got, you know, things like that. So we can have a discussion and I will, you know, I'll bring it to the intention of others by reading it on the air stuff like that. What I liked about this article is that it talked about, you know, making choices that empower you. Oh, and let me read you this part. It's it, it just the beginning of it, just so you can get a sense of it. It says, uh, we make choices from the time we wake up in the morning until we lay our heads down at the end of the night. You choose to commit to the obligations you made to the people in your life, and you come through. You choose to dedicate your time and your energy to your chosen career path, and you come through. But... When it comes down to moments in your life when it's time to make the hard choices and invest in your own happiness, how often do you come through, sis? Right off the bat, out of these three paragraphs, I was like, yup, mm-hmm. it's a word because I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, if you're, I'm sorry, you, I know you don't. If you listen to this, you don't. I'm sorry. I'm going to go out on a limb. If I'm wrong, email me. And say, "Uh uh-uh, sis, I choose me all the time. Please, by all means, email me. Tell me how you go about choosing yourself and we will all learn from you. 
A lot of times, sis, we do not invest the same amount of commitment, time, and energy into choosing what makes us happy. Whether taking that leap, making that step, or choosing that choice is hard or not. And let me tell you something. It's easy to say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to choose me when it's easy. But it's not so much when it's hard or when there's more bigger than you at stake or or when there's no guarantee of the outcome of what you choose when you choose yourself. There's a lot involved. So that article was like, I was like, you know what, more power to sis. That was a beautiful lesson, and I believe that you can get a getaway, take something away from that article by reading it, reading it, and looking into your life like I did. I looked into myself and into my life, and I said, "Man, choosing myself was is because it's not was is not always obvious, and it can be taxing as well. Sometimes you can think you can think two, three times before you actually say, you know what." I'm going to just put that on ice and come back to that. I don't know if I should. I, I have time to choose myself. Me, that's my thing right here. Oh, I have time for that. I, I'll get back to that. It's, it's me, so I, I'm, I'm here. I'll have time for that. Let me just tend to this thing or tend to this person first or instead, you know? And you're going to get a lot from this article. So I'm going to link it in the show notes, and you can certainly go and read it and email me, tell me what you think, how you feel about it, and... We can certainly come back to that and discuss it. So, yeah, that was a great article. All right. Well, I don't want to make the long, the, the long, the show too long. Um, I'm kind of saying, like I said, I'm kind of testing things out, trying to see if I can make interesting segments or, you know, whatnot, whatnot. As you walk with me through my podcast journey, I'm trying to, like, get a sense of how this works. So I thank you for your patience and for bearing bearing with me. And I really appreciate your listening time. I do want to do this. When I end the show, I want to end discussing the previous quote that I read in the beginning. So let's do that right now. All right. So let's talk about this. In the beginning of our show I was reading an article not an article a quote from um Andrea Dijkstra that talks about not hating the experiences that we've had in our lives because that's what shapes us that's what shaped us and even carved the way for us the way we are today up until this point in our lives This was hard for me to accept, and I don't know if you can resonate with me. Have you ever felt like you don't like how your life was in the beginning, when you were younger, you didn't like your childhood? Or when you were a teenager, you didn't really, or you don't really make good decisions for yourself, or you don't like the outcome of the decisions that you've made, whether it was out of ignorance, whether it was because, even with good intentions, And then you look back on your life and you say, wow, man, I can't believe I went through this. That was so, that was so unnecessary. And I go through that, you know, sometimes, and and there's no age for this. I don't believe, I I don't want to sound unrealistic, but I really am putting a concerted effort in not 
allowing age to be a limitation. I don't care if you're 20 or if you're 80. We all experience regret. We've all, we all make a certain level of choices that we like or we don't like. I was just dealing with that with my daughter the other day where she didn't like the toy that she, the toy that she chose in comparison to her sisters. And all of a sudden she took it upon herself to just take the toy and you know, it's mine. I'm like, no, 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 this belongs to your sister. This is the one that you have. And that's what you have to respect. If your sister wants to share with you what she has, then yes, if not, then you'll just have to do better next time. Pick something you like. (laughs) you know and you may not know that you might not like what you have in comparison to what your sister chooses but that's the choice that you made and unless your sister wants to share with you then that's the only way you'll play with her toy but that's her toy now I know that's a lame analogy but that's the best thing that I can come up with right now the point is it doesn't matter how old you are to her that was a lesson in choice like okay I don't like this doll so much ugh I want that doll instead. I don't have that doll. Okay, better luck next next time. My thing is, is that there's no age to learn. There's no age to experience a sense of like, oh, I don't really, I feel like where I'm at right now, had I not gone through what I've been through before, maybe I'd be further along. Had I not experienced what I've experienced before, maybe I'd be diff. my disposition about life would be different. Oh my God, as I'm saying this, I feel chills in my spirit about it because I know that I thought like that so many times had I not grown up like this or was given or not given this tool or this I've gone through this experience my disposition towards life would be different man oh man so this quote to me is empowering us at this stage to say you know what were it not because see that's that's the way that's perspective and that's the way of shifting the power in your court putting the ball in your court shifting the power in your hands instead of saying darn it i can't believe i went through this of course there are levels to the experiences some are bad some are really worse and we all experience different things that shape us to be different types of people Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. I want you to bear with me, sis. I want you to listen to me and hear me out. Whatever it is, if on this day today, right now, you can say to yourself, wow, I can't believe I've gone through this. You have to follow it by saying, but I made it on the other side. Now, what am I to get from that? Or you can say, but now it made me who I am today. I can either A, not do that again or not go through that or choose that again or B, okay, now it showed me what I have to do and what I have to become. On so many levels, I went through that. Different experiences in my head. Different things that I'm, that I'm going over and I'm playing the in, infamous movie of my life and we all do and we say, man, I can't believe it. Or... You know what happens? And that's why sometimes social media can be a little bit detrimental. You look at something or somebody or you look at the lifestyles or from the influencers and you say, man, you know, I, especially when they're younger than you, at least for me, and this is a vulnerable moment. I'm just having a truth moment with you, sis. Okay. I'm just having a truth moment with you now. You look at that and you're like, man, when I was that age, 
had I known what I know then, now, then I, had I known now what I know then, no, excuse me, had I knew, knew then what I know now, I'd be further along, or I'd be experiencing this and that. It's okay. I'm here to tell you, we are okay. You are okay right where you are. Because every time where you stand, every day that comes, you can alter the course of your life through your decisions from this point on. Your experience of past is only has only been a catalyst to bring you up to this point so that you say, okay, uh-uh, I'm going this way now. Or, uh-uh, this looks familiar, been there, done that, I'm going that way now. And you are able to empower yourself and you know, you understand the scenario. You can pick up the signals and you say, nope, I'm doing something different. Or at least I'm going to learn what to do so that I don't go through that again. Our experiences make us strong, sis. They're designed to make us, to develop self-awareness. I think I got to admit, I got to admit, I have to tell you this. I believe 2019 to me, last year was my pivotal self-awareness epiphany. That's when I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no way. I'm doing things this way now. I'm claiming my own. I'm claiming myself. I'm, I'm, I'm taking charge of me. So I really believe, and I hope from what you've heard me share with you today, and that you get from this quote, that you can surrender, stop resisting, embrace and understand where you come from, and use that to mold yourself. Use that as a foundation to stand on, to stand strong, and just, you know, or, or better yet, you know, as they say, you know, even though I don't like that to use that expression, but, you know, eat the meat and spit the bones. Eat the meat and spit the bones about it, and develop and grow and that my dear sister is a word thank you for listening to me today and i hope that you got something out of you know what was shared today i thank you again for your patience i'm super happy that you're listening to my podcast and again like i said i want to hear from you i want you to tell me what you think and shares your feedback with me, which I'm probably going to repeat with my intro, outro rather. But understand this, it's time for you to grow. And where you stand is the perfect place to start planting your seeds. So that was our episode of It's the Word podcast. Thank you so much again. I love you, my dear sister. If you have any feedbacks, if you have any comments, if you want to share anything with me, topic ideas, do not hesitate to email me at issawordpodcast at gmail.com. That's I-S-S-A word podcast at gmail.com. Until then, love yourself. Take good care of yourself. Live as loud as much as you want. Laugh and love as hard as you can. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.